Foodies Rock with Leslie Chesterman on Show 97.7. An expert's guide for what to put in your mouth and where to do it. It's exactly 7.13 and we say good morning to Leslie Chesterman. Leslie, good morning. Good morning, Terry. Yesterday, I was in the dentist chair and my new my new dentist, Dr. Aladina, and I were talking before she stuck the needle in my mouth. And, um, uh, you know, before I... Anyway, I, we were talking about music, and uh, Dr. Aladina is a big fan of Death From Above 1979 and Dire Straits. And I said, well, I'll, I'll play a song for you tomorrow. And she said, no, you can't play a song for me tomorrow. you got Leslie tomorrow. I said, oh, right, right. And she said, she said, yeah, big fan of Leslie. She thinks you're very funny. And uh, Dr. Aladina is a new dentist for me because my my dentist retired. Dr. Matthews uh, retired on me and I was so frightened and she turns out to be so terrific. So uh, Dr. Aladina, thank you for the nice compliment for Leslie. And I'll get a song on for you uh, coming up before you get to work. Thank you, Dr. Aladina. Very nice. And thank you, guys. You guys played my favorite song of all time leading up to this segment. Every time I was down when I was younger, I'd play uh, that song in the car, drive, I don't know where, yeah. <laughs> play it on a loop. It, you can't not listen to that song and cheer you up. It's amazing. I yeah, I agree that. with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially after you go to the dentist and you face <laughs> that needle. Everybody's so afraid of the vaccine. I'm like, what about getting a huge needle in your gum? You know? <laughs> what about I, that? Or what about I, I'm not a, the I'm moms not a, out there? Yeah. You know? I'm not afraid of the needle. I'm afraid of the drill. I'm like, king oh, of, you know, king, oh. okay, just on that note, I yeah. just, with my younger son, I just watched Marathon Man. Uh, if anybody oh, wants no. to see a movie oh, that will God. get you away from the dentist, classic <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, Laurence Olivier. I sat there, I'm like, I, I can't believe I recommended this movie, but it's, it's, it's a great thriller from the past. Yeah. And uh, there's a very scary dental. Yeah. Well, stand, stand by for your son. On this one. Stand by for your son to be creeping up behind you going, is it safe? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. This, all good times. But, uh, you know, today I want to talk about, um, well, first of all, Easter is coming up. And then I thought, oh, we could talk about Easter next week. But the thing is, if we talk about Easter next week, people are probably planning already right. what, you know, the two of them. I don't know how many people are allowed to go for dinner now. Are you allowed to be alone? Are you allowed to have your cat at the table? Are you allowed to have your mom who's been vaccinated at the table? <laughs> I must admit, I had my mom who's been vaccinated over for dinner last night, and I kept every time I heard somebody at the door, I thought the cops were going to get I don't know what, but like we don't know anymore, right? And then today I was going to talk about what's happening in the States, about these new rules, about who can go to restaurants if you're vaccinated, if you're with somebody who's vaccinated. I'm like, okay, I can't. It's too There's too much stress involved. So I thought we'll talk about Easter dinner. Yeah. And I know not everybody celebrates Easter, that's for sure. There are people celebrating Passover, every, everything, but... The thing is also Easter, you can see it the way people see it, who just, you know, stroll into Laura Secord and buy a ton of eggs. That is just kind of a celebration of springtime, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be religious. Of course, a lot of people go to mass. I'm Catholic, you know, but it can also just be a a great opportunity to stuff your face. Yeah, it's (laughs) a long weekend. Nice, You know, yeah, Yeah. it's a long weekend. And and why not make a meal out of it? And I don't think Easter, uh, it's very interesting because there's so many families. Did you have uh, family traditions at Easter, Terry? Uh, we did, yeah. Like, what would it be? Well, I, I mean, it, it always, you know, because um, because I was also raised a Catholic, and my my grandmother was very religious, and uh, Easter always meant, you know, we had to go, you know, the family gathered at my grandmother's house, and there was, 
you know, all manner of ham and pasta and all of the rest of it. And, uh, and also my mom always made a, a beautiful Easter dinner. We, we liked to, uh, you know, we're not overly religious, but we like to, to celebrate the weekend. And it was a, a good excuse to put the family around the table. What would have been in the center of that table, Jimmy well, DeMonte? Yeah, it usually was a ham. We love the ham. Uh, the ham. Yeah, now, this is <laughs> this is another reason why I'm doing this segment today. In defense of the ham, okay? Yes. Ham has been relegated to sandwiches and, yes. and in the back of the fridge, right? But, boy, there's nothing quite like a beautiful ham. And mm. nobody is paying us to say this, right? Nope. <laughs> the ham producers of Quebec <laughs> no. are not involved in this. But... You know, it's funny because I really didn't care about ham. And then my boyfriend one day says, for Easter, let's make a big ham. And I rolled my eyes. And he did make his big ham. And he makes it every year. We have a big family gathering, not this year. Nice. And i got to say, the ham's amazing, right? Yeah. And then you take the leftover ham. You can make pea soup. You can make all kinds of dishes with leftover ham. And you'll have a lot of leftover ham. Because if you get a big ham, it serves about 90 people. So yeah, it's bigger and, than a turkey. There's more than a turkey there. Yeah, and I don't know what. My mom always did magic with ham, still does. And I know it involves brown sugar. <laughs> uh, and maple syrup, and some people put Dr. Pepper or Coca-Cola all oh, over wow. it. I, I mean, know that. There are a lot of mysteries with ham, like do you boil it first? Like if you get a smoked ham, are you supposed to boil it a little bit first to get the salt out? Then you cover it with the Coca-Cola, brown sugar, and maple syrup and roast it until there's a crust all over it. And there, and what about that net? When does that net come off? Does the net come on? Does it, you must take the net off. Before you put – If if you, trust me, I speak through experience. If you leave the net on and then pour all the glaze on top – well, you're going to have to take off the net, and with it will come the glaze. So my big word of advice this morning is take the net off the ham. Because really, it's a big mystery with ham. But, you know, ultimately, it all comes out really well. And I suggest ham. A lot of people, of course, eat lamb. Okay? Now, yeah. if, if you're Greek, you'll have Greek Easter, Greek Orthodox Easter, like Ukrainian Orthodox Easter, or, or later. And there are a lot of people who will roast a whole lamb. And if you know any Greek person, I'm speaking to you, my friend Theo, who does a whole lamb, try to get invited over, right? <laughs> because that is, Greek Easter is phenomenal. Ukrainian yeah. Easter is also phenomenal. They're about a month later, I think. And uh, But, you know, I love lamb at Easter. And you can also do lamb on the grill, of course. The only problem with lamb is that you now have to kind of chop off your hand and hand it to them or one of your children because it's become so expensive, you know. So um, here, take my son, give me your lamb. But uh, so lamb is expensive, but go, uh, uh, but great. And also, if you can get goat, a lot of Italians, I think, also have kid, you know, baby goat. Uh, for Easter, which is, I think, the most delicious meat you can eat, but it's not like everybody is eating goat at home. <laughs> Although no. goat is the most widely consumed meat in the world, right? But it's usually mutton, which is a much older goat that's been hanging out in your backyard for a, a while before you <laughs> ate them. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here. But uh, yes, I, but I'm in the ham department now. I'm with you. So you're on board with the ham. ham. And as I I'm recall, so about the ham. as I recall too, at uh, Easter was a, uh, an excuse for uh, scalloped potatoes, which also oh, was... well, I was... Terry, <laughs> Terry, you were yes. like my brother from another... I'm telling you, from another month. I was just about to say, you. of there. course, you must have scalloped potatoes. There you go. Hey, you... Up the scalloped potatoes. So, scalloped potatoes, really, anybody... A quick recipe for scalloped potatoes. Slice the potatoes, boil them in cream, put that whole thing then in the oven, and don't even think, oh, my God, I'm eating a lot of cream. Because, you know, it's Easter, and you're allowed to indulge a little bit. And, okay, so Terry, just to see if we really have everything in common, what would be the vegetable that you would serve with that? Uh, what would I? Let's see. Um, I, you know, being a kid, I don't, I don't have fond memories of right. the vegetable, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> probably Same green corn. beans. Yeah. yeah. 
Green, okay, green beans, yes. I would yeah. have to go with asparagus. Okay. I have to go with asparagus. Yeah. It is the season for asparagus. You can get a lot of good asparagus that's not too expensive. It's usually coming in from Mexico. The Quebec asparagus only comes in after Mother's Day. But asparagus, you just snap off the tips. Don't undercook it or overcook it. It's better to overcook asparagus. And everybody likes asparagus crunchy. Then it tastes like lawn clippings. I don't agree with that. So, And always when you cook asparagus, blanch it, and then you put it in ice water to stop the cooking. I'm serious. If you, as soon as I get crunchy asparagus, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I might as well just be licking the bottom of my lawnmower. <laughs> and then would you have a dessert, Terry? For well, Easter? you know what? It, everybody, once it, once we got permission, it was a beeline for the Laura Secord egg. I I have some problems with Laura Secord. I will say that. They, I don't, I'm don't. i convinced that uh, Laura Secord was better when I was a kid, but I'm convinced that everything was better when I was a kid like yeah. many of us at my yeah. age. Um I do have a weakness for those eggs, and I do buy twice as many because when I'd hide them around the house, I'd eat one for me, one to hide, one right. for me, one to hide. But I would suggest if you were going to go out on that limb of making a dessert, I would suggest a lemon cake. Oh, very nice. Lemon, lemon cake. cake. Yes. 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 Yes, Fantastic. I don't know what lemon cake, but yeah. lemon cheesecake. Cheesecake's a bit heavy. After the scalloped potatoes, maybe cheesecake yeah. is pushing it. Um, a lemon cake. Yes, I see something like a chiffon, lemon chiffon yeah. cake. Yeah, yes. very spring-like. So this is what I will, yes, spring-like. Salute yes, and you spring. can put some little, you know, you buy those kind of, those those eggs by, uh, you know, the, those little crunchy little eggs that you get. Not the ones with the cream inside, but the little crunchy ones. With mm-hmm. the, and you put those on the top of your lemon mm. cake. And life wow. is good, you know. Life is wow. good. When all... You may have nothing to do during the pandemic. We're still kind of in lockdown. So yeah. there you go. We've given you the whole menu. Terry and Leslie's Easter menu. <laughs> uh, no questions asked. Right. There you okay. go. Okay. Now i got to make a beeline for the fridge as usual. You made me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I will send you a lemon cake. Just okay. To, with those little Cadbury eggs. Those little <laughs> right. Cadbury eggs on top. There okay. you go. Okay. Thanks so much, Leslie. We'll talk to you next week.